In today's show, I'm looking ahead to Saturday's action in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are looking ahead to Saturday in the NBA. There are five games on. Let's crack in right now. First one, Hawks-Lakers, Bogdan Bogdanovich. He had a massive game last time for the Hawks. That contrasts to the absolute pile of shit that he was before that. So let's see which one is real. Now, I believe that Bogdanovich is a very good player. I'm not sure I believe that he's as good as he was last game, but he was also not as bad as he was to begin the season. The problem I've always had with him and Herder and those guys on the wing is where are the minutes? Are there enough minutes? Now, it does help that Reddish is out and Dunn is still out and Hunter is still out. So that is helping, but you know, when they all get back, I'm not sure where it all goes. But if you want to stream him in, it's a great day to do it. Nathan Knight, Knighter, the Knight Rider, backup center apparently for the Atlanta Hawks. Anytime he's had extended minutes, he's looked really good. Um, now, this is only a deep league scenario. It's a Hail Mary stream option, but let's watch him. Watch him. Let's see what he can do. Comes from, you know, there, there are a couple of colleges with funny names. William and Mary is one of them, where Nathan Knight comes from. Oral Roberts, also one of the funniest college names. And, and that, I know a lot of you Americans have just grown up with the name Oral Roberts and you think that it's normal. Let me assure you that it is not rem- remotely normal, not even close to being normal. And everyone else who hears it in the world laughs. Don't, we're not laughing at you. We're just laughing. So he comes from William and Mary. So that gives him an extra boost in the uh, in the funniness stakes. The Nighter, Nathan Knight, ready to crack in and uh, have an interesting performance. Let's hope for the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma, top 100 guy. Since the All-Star break, no Anthony Davis. It is helping him. He, he can be inconsistent, we know, but he has improved his overall production, and he's worth a 12-team spot. Well, let's just pay attention to this bloke. LeBron James. Now, LeBron, you can tell me that you don't sit and cry about MVPs while you're sitting and crying over MVPs. That's fine. You are one of the best two players, if not the best player to ever play the game of basketball. I am nef- never going to debate that fact, and yeah, I would. I don't even know if I have him as number one or number two of all time, but also, I don't think that he deserved the amount of MVPs that he, that he thinks he does. He has been the best player for many times, or for all this time, but there are times when he hasn't been the best individual player in that individual season. But just stop complaining about it. Just stop talking about it. And I don't think that LeBron should be the MVP this season. Anyway, I want to watch what he's doing, because he has improved his performances. He's getting some big scoring, some big triple-double numbers. His defense has been good. His efficiency has been improving as well. Let's go. Next game, we're looking at the Warriors and the Grizzlies. It is the pool party. Jordan Poole, the swimmer. Big, big numbers in his first start for Steph Curry. Probably going to get another one here. Really interested to see what Paulie can do in this game, whether he can jack up some big shots. Now, he was literally the worst rotation player in the NBA last season. Um, Shout out to Cam Reddish. And now he's absolutely, totally fine as an NBA rotation player. And in his first, was his first start? First start this season, anyway. He was really bloody good. So let's watch him. And let's also watch, with Blunty and Eric Paschal out, James Wiseman. No. I made a mistake. Not James Wiseman. Kevon Looney. That's who I want to talk about. Wiseman is out. 
Kevon Looney, really good on Friday. Big numbers. Now, this is only a deeper league stream scenario, but Looney is a guy that actually helps winning quite a bit. And he actually brought together some fantasy numbers with steals and blocks and, and looked pretty good out there. So an interesting deeper league stream. For the Grizzlies, Kyle Anderson, um, who is on the way down in terms of production. But let's just see where he sits. Can he produce? What do his minutes look like? How does it split with Brandon Clark? And I also want to watch Dylan Brooks because kids, like, seriously, just close your ears. Um, ben, if you're listening, close your ears. Why does this fucking guy keep getting so many shots? I don't understand. He's one of the worst starting players in the NBA. He misses every shot possible. Sure, he's a solid defender. But you know who's also a solid defender? Sorry, a much better defender? DeAnthony Melton. This makes no sense why this guy continues to start, continues to get minutes. And I want to watch it just so I can feel um, better about myself or something. Because he is atrocious. You shouldn't be holding him in 12-team leagues. And Taylor Jenkins... um, I don't know what's happening. Is this the day that Dylan Brooks gets benched? Am I going to put my faith in it? Uh, Yeah, absolutely not, but... No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. (sighs) That's what it's like when the Grizzlies release their starting lineups, and I didn't even talk about Grayson Allen. Let's go on to the next game. We're looking at the Kings and the Sixers. Rashawn Holmes, this guy's dominating, absolutely dominating at the moment because he is really, really good. He goes up against his former team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Holmes... um, I remember at the start of this season that I was like, oh man, the Kings, they're going to screw this up. They've signed Whiteside and they're going to limit Rashawn Holmes. What a bunch of dickheads. I'm really worried. And then it didn't happen. I was like, oh, wow. I am uh, absolutely pleasantly surprised. In fact, Sheev? A surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. And then I had people saying, hey, why isn't Whiteside getting minutes? How come they're playing Holmes over him? Because Holmes is unbelievably, significantly, ridiculously better. He is their second best player by a absolute country mile. And we are seeing that play out at the moment. But the bloke who some people would have said was their second best player, those people would be wrong. But the people who said that Buddy Heald was their second best player, they're going to be impressed with how Heald is looking at the moment. He's improved his level of play. He's still shooting at times horrendously, especially from two-point range. But his overall level of play has been better. He's flashing some assist numbers as well a little bit more. Let's see what he's able to do against Philadelphia. Who? We're going to be seeing Philadelphia here go in without Joel Embiid and, of course, without Seth Curry. So is it time for this bloke to do anything? Shake Milton has been poor. He had a really nice start to the season, but there is an opportunity here. Will he start? Will they start Matisse Thibault? They probably do start Matisse Thibault, but Milton should get usage up with no curry, no Embiid. Minutes up as well, and he could be a viable stream. While the thick Hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Again, two starters out, so he's going to have that increased usage. He's been excellent. His efficiency's been great. He's been doing so much stuff for this Sixers team this year. I'm not sure I believe the narrative around him being an all-star that the Sixers keep pumping out, but he was pretty bloody close to it, and he's been excellent this season. Next game, Spurs and the Bucks. Well, Keldon Johnson decided against Cleveland he was going to turn into Tim Duncan. He had a 20-20 and 20 game, and I think it is fair to uh, assume that this won't be the norm for Keldon Johnson. Let's let's be straight with a few things. He had been really poor, and it wasn't just, it's not just uh, post-COVID. He had COVID, and he came back, and he was poor. But he was also playing at a poor level before that and was not a top 130 player. Now, this last game was excellent, and if you dropped him, you're kicking yourself. And, you know, I said, I think you can, I said, you can definitely drop him in 10, 10 leagues. And obviously you're kicking yourself there. And I said in 12s, uh, I think we're probably getting to there. I, I, I don't remember what the last thing I said on Kelton was, whether I said you drop him or you just hold and you have some pace. I, but I, I was, I would have been close to dropping. In fact, I think in one of my leagues, I did drop him. But these things happen. I'd like to see him back it up against Milwaukee and do something better uh, than he'd done in the, you know, seven, 10 games prior to that. 
but he was excellent on Friday, and that's great. Because I like Keldon Johnson a lot. I just didn't think that he was going to be a, you know, a 29 and 21 player or whatever he was on Friday. DeJounte Murray, a guy that so much of his value is is, is baked into steals. He's barely had any. Uh, they have disappeared. Very McCall bridges esque in the lack of steals from DeJounte Murray. Let's see what he is able to do, whether he's able to bring some steals to us here. The usage has been better um, and, and producing some okay numbers. Well, for the Bucks with no DJ Augustin, we're going to see, I assume, more minutes from the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo, and that if he plays 30 a night, he is a 12-team league guy. And then let's watch Punch Bob, Bob Portis. Um, PJ Tucker, of course, coming across. Porter, Portis. Not Porter. Porter's had already... Is there enough Porter's in the league already? Porter's had already been struggling uh, and been trending down. And Tucker's arrival is definitely going to have some sort of an impact on him. And PJ is ready to play on Saturday. So the role of Bobby... And of course, I want to watch PJ to see what his role is and how he looks out there. But what this does for Porter's is going to be vitally important. I reckon he's a drop, but you might want to wait one game to see what happens. The next game is the Hornets and the Clippers. We're looking at Miles Bridges. There's no Cody Zeller. So does Bridges get the start at power? like he started the uh, second half last game. His numbers have been also declining pretty rapidly, but if he's going to be a starter, I'd be inclined to have a look at him in 12-teamers. Well, Devontae Graham, I'm not convinced he's a must-roster 12-team league guy. He's playing like 23, 24 minutes. Coming off the bench, he can be a nice assist option. He can occasionally score. He's shooting a little bit better since returning from his knee injury, but the minutes are more the concern there. Well, for the Clippers, we want to watch Serge Barker, and conversely, we want to watch what happens if Serge Barker is out, because if Ivica Zubats gets 30-plus minutes, we know that he becomes a really strong option. While Marcus Morris starting at power forward, he's scoring at an okay level. The usage is all right. I think he lacks in so many areas for him to be a must-roster 12-team league guy, but he's at least worth monitoring here. Let's go into some streams now for category leagues. We're looking at a couple of sixes, Thibel and Milton. We talked about them already. We're looking at Marcus Morris for the Clippers. We're looking at Damian Lee for the Golden State Warriors, and then another Philadelphia 76er. Tony Bradley can be a stream option. This is assuming that Dwight Howard is not available in your league. For points leagues, we're looking at Jordy Poole, Dwight Howard, Shake Milton, Marcus Morris, and of course, the Wave Pool, DeAnthony Melton. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.